0: Welcome back to the Cinemania podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 7 of the Cinemania Box Office Beatdown show. I am joined once again this week by my good friend and co-host of the Box Office Beatdown, Larry from LC Talk. Larry, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I am great on this fine Sunday. It's nice outside. The weather's picking back up. How is it over there in Denver?
1: It's very nice right now, actually. So, See, good.
0: good. We're well, starting off pretty well. Um, all yes. right. So, let's get into this weekend's box office. We have the weekend box office for April, the weekend of April 5th. And let's get going. Uh, Larry, what came in at number one?
1: Yes, so we have a lot of films that opened this weekend, starting with our number one film, which was Shazam, which opened to 53.45 million, also opening at 158.78 million at the Worldwide Box Office. So this bumps up just a bit when we include those early screening preview numbers, which brings the opening, including those previews, of 56.7 million all of this on a hundred million dollar budget so not too shabby to start with that low of a budget however it does mark the smallest opening for the DCEU thus far
0: uh which um I kind of which I kind of we both kind of expected um I don't have the our predictions from last week it deleted as soon as I said I
1: predicted way too high I do know that (laughs) Yeah,
0: um, I, I, did you, I did, I think you said, like, I forget, you said something high.
1: I think I said, like, 85 was my prediction.
0: (laughs) I think I was in, I think I was in the 70s, but, um, yeah, I think it's a lot of things, like, this is good, I guess, um, in the sense of it, it's a smaller character and stuff, and it's not many that people know, and it's not many that a lot of, a lot of adult, adults would, um, flock to, I noticed the thing when I would ask a lot of adults like um you know, like um, from like forties up. I noticed that it wasn't really their kind of movie because it's about a kid who turned into a superhero. Like that was one of the reasons why my boss and my mother didn't um didn't want to go see it as much. But I mean it wasn't it wasn't four plus four thousand plus theaters, so um very interesting. And I guess just be I I saw this making i didn't see this making as much as aquaman we'll see how it has legs but we are in april and like we said um i don't think it's gonna have much legs with what's coming what's to come as far as this month but i mean 56 million total i guess that's that's good what do you think is that like i don't is that good it's okay
1: uh, it's okay, especially with that overseas number uh, being starting off at 158. is is pretty solid for that. So, hopefully, overseas it can keep up with what it might not be able to do here at the States, much like Aquaman did. Uh, That's how it made the bulk of its money, was overseas. However, it doesn't have the fantastical elements of Aquaman. Um, It doesn't have the big visual effects and the worlds and the beasts and the creatures. And I think that really helped Aquaman in the overseas markets, whereas Shazam, although good, I think maybe will play out a little more Wonder Woman-esque overseas, where it doesn't well but not doesn't break out so um i think it only needs to hit 300 million though to to be fine so i think we're already halfway there uh so i wouldn't be too worried um and i will i do think it'll have decent legs because Uh everyone liked it audiences gave it a great score critics have loved it so uh it just needs to make some money quick
0: yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree. It just needs to make. Um, I I think it'll do. I think it'll do well next week because we have. Uh, um, we have we have releases next week, but there's um I don't think there's anything really good ahead that's gonna go head to head next yeah. week with it. Um, we'll get into that later on in the show. But um, yeah, I guess it's uh I I definitely wanted more for this movie just because of how much I really liked it. Yeah. But I mean fifty six fifty six million to start off the start off your box office domestic run i guess it's not too bad especially on a hundred yeah. million dollar budget they didn't put a lot of money into this film eventually yeah. like either way so i mean i like, they'll make they've already made their profit pretty much like they made they've already made um already how much as it was so you know i guess we'll have to see how it goes all right um number two what do we got
1: So, number two was our next big release of the weekend, and that was Pet Cemetery, pulling in 25 million. Domestic and 42.3 million worldwide. All of that is off of a $21 million budget. And this does, although this bar clearly was not set very high, mark the second highest Stephen King adaptation opening weekend of all time behind clearly its monster box office opening uh, from 2017. So a strong opening for Pet Cemetery and pretty much right in line, I think, with what most of us were anticipating.
0: Right, um, Pet Cemetery. I actually did it. Actually, did better than I thought it was gonna be. Just because oh. there's so much, there's so much in the box office these like last couple of weeks. So I just, I, I assumed, I actually, I actually thought that Dumbo was gonna have more than Pet Cemetery. Um, although I am really, you know, I love when my heart is succeed. Yeah. So. It already went past its budget, so I'm very happy with that Cemetery. I had a good time with it. it. wasn't amazing at all, but I had a good time with it. So I'm definitely. I mean, either way, whether a horror movie. Actually, I don't want to go there. I don't want to say whether a horror movie's good or bad, but, <laughs> <laughs> because we had some. Uh, because we've had some stinkers, and that means studios when they see like a, a horrible horror movie get some good box office, they'll still, still make a second one. So. I I'm glad that this was good and it still it still it made a good run. And it was nice to see a lot of theaters. When I was on my AMC app over the weekend, I I saw most of the theaters kind of full for Pet Cemetery, so that's good and I'm happy for it. You know.
1: Yes, I was definitely uh, excited for these numbers. I thought it was as good horror film um, Mm -hmm. one of the better Stephen King adaptations still so yeah I enjoyed it so I'm glad to see it doing well obviously it'll probably well at the least double this budget uh, or double this number and uh, worldwide it's already doubled the budget so it's looking good looking solid and I think especially that first trailer was was good I think that yes, really kind of yeah. got people really piqued and intrigued. Definitely. So apparently, the spoiler-filled following trailer did not yeah. uh, kill
0: it. <laughs> no, I, I I said that in my review. I said um, I said if if it, if I was going into this movie with the first trailer in my brain alone, then I would have walked out like even more satisfied because it took twists and turns that I wouldn't have expected. But the second trailer, I don't, Oh my God. I don't know why they did that. Um, and then it was all, even like if you missed the trailer, the second one, I'm happy for you. Great. But even the, even the, the twist was on the posters and I'm like, guys do better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do better, it would have been
1: because such... that's, that's a twist that even gets people who've seen and read the books uh, because they changed yeah. it. They, yeah, they, they changed, changed it, it. so and it's I'm like, just... oh, that would have got us all, but exactly. no, exactly. I
0: don't know, I don't know whose go ahead that was for. Um, I, I really, I just I would have walked, walked out the theater like loving it more than I did but like you saw each and every beat coming and that's what I think what suffered from the movie although I did really like it you saw every little beat coming but um 25 million in its opening weekend is still really good especially for what like I said what's to come so good for pet cemetery what do we have for our number three this is kind of this is
1: the the sad the sad story of the weekend coming in at number three is dumbo which seems not too bad until you see that it made 18.2 million which marks a very very dramatic 60 percent drop for in family film 60 percent in week two is terrible 60 percent.
0: i saw that i was like yikes
1: With Alice in Wonderland Through the Looking Glass Like that's what that is with And I think this is a much better film Leagues above Alice through the Looking Glass Um, So a total Right now that brings Dumbo To 76.3 million Domestic and 213.8 Million worldwide Again those numbers seem okay Until we take into account the reported 170 million dollar budget That's already carried Again uh, Shazam and Dumbo can both both perform pretty similar, but Shazam's going to come out looking a whole lot better because it was a lot cheaper to produce. Um, so this yeah. may just be a, a, f- a flop, a certified yeah. flop for Disney coming up. Um, they have a long way to go, and not a lot of areas we're seeing that they can get help, especially if yeah. the legs are going to be this terrible.
0: Yeah, I saw this drop, and I was like, I mean, you and I kind of called it last week. We said, I'd be after last week's I, I didn't I did not see this movie making like the fact that it was in more theaters in both Shazam and Pet Cemetery and still did not make up like make up and still dropped 60 percent is yeah, kind of baffling
1: theaters
0: yeah like it, it yeah I did notice that too it didn't drop any theaters at all and it and it's like in its second weekend, eighteen million for on a hundred seventy billion dollar budget. That is some Mortal Engines kind of stuff, and I just yeah, this is just horrific. Um, and again,
1: I think it. I don't know that people didn't like it. At least everybody I know in my in my actual life enjoyed it. That has seen it. I think its Cinema Score was solid. So I'm I'm a little bit shocked. I guess Shazam. Ate into the family-friendly audience, maybe, yeah. But I'm just—I guess I was not anticipating a 60% drop off of that opening for Dumbo. So, quite the story. uh, And I, as I've mentioned on here, I mentioned on Twitter, it does. I'm a little bit disappointed to see Dumbo performing the way it is.
0: Yeah, as am I. I um, I it's that's kind of crazy. So um, yeah, I don't know what they where they go from here. My my 76 million overall um yeah. domestically so they might have to re reevaluate this as far as this movie because it's not gonna make any more you know yeah. with what's to come and all that stuff so um i don't know but um number four we had a really good milestone for this one so, so number four what have we got
1: yes number four is us, which brought in thirteen point eight million, which is a pretty hefty fifty eight percent drop in its third weekend. But it had a very direct competition this weekend that forced it to drop a little bit further than expected. But it did cross one hundred and fifty million domestic, reaching one hundred and fifty two point four mil. And mm-hmm. worldwide got over two hundred million, where it now sits at two hundred and sixteen point six million at the worldwide box office. So I don't think Jordan Peele and company are sad about that fifty eight percent drop, um, because it's still just bonkers numbers. Yes, like
0: t- two hundred sixteen million on a twenty million dollar budget. It's literally night and day to what's dumb. What's happening with Dumbo? Yes. But um, hey, like I like I said the last week and the week before, I'm very happy for this movie to. be be um doing well yes the percentage drop is kind of it's not it's kind of like a lot and, and a little alarming but hey it's already passed a 200 million dollar milestone for a horror movie and this is like this is really good so that means there's going to be a lot of i i feel this is going to we're going to see a lot of um you know these kind of movies from jordan peele that just do really well
1: and it was somewhat to be expected that Pet cemetery was going to eat into the audience. So, yeah, you know, the horror we, audience, we yeah. had to expect at least that it would drop off to a decent extent. Um, so yeah, us is performing great. It really solidifies Jordan Peele himself as a director as a box office draw after two films. Um, so I'm excited to see what kind of projects he's he's given moving forward.
0: And it's looking like um it's looking like um it's looking like the next like big horror film from the conjuring producers and universes La Llorona and yep. that's not this week but it's the next week so Sweet. we'll still have some room for us and pet cemetery to get get a little bit of money before La Llorona comes out and eats into that horror audience yeah um so yeah so and even Hellboy a little bit will my 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 grab some yeah of the, um, so, yeah
1: we'll get to Hellboy but I'm a little yeah. bit worried
0: yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right, number five, last but not least, number five in the in the um in the uh, box office.
1: Yeah. So rounding out our top five actually was a tiny drop, a much smaller drop than I had anticipated. We had Captain Marvel, which brought in twelve point seven million, which was a pretty small thirty eight percent drop, which was the smallest oh. drop in the top ten. So worldwide, Captain Marvel is at one zero four billion and here in the domestic box office it sits at 374.1 million so shazam didn't really have an impact on captain marvel uh 38 no, no. the smallest drop in the top 10 i mean that is pretty great for captain marvel and marvel at large that uh direct competition didn't hurt the film's uh legs at
0: all well, you know, what I'm noticing with these, um, with this new regime of Warner Brothers and these DC movies is that I think they knew that Suzanne wasn't really going to eat away at Captain Marvel, um, although it's the same audience, superhero movies, comic book movies, and all that stuff. Like, even with the, the – t- I don't know if you've seen the TV spot where they're like, um, oh, it's the – what is it? The biggest – Superhero movie of the year since last month, and I'm just like, and I and I think they just they know that they're not gonna eat away at Disney and Captain Marvel. So I think like with these smaller properties, and and like they're not gonna make like I mean, unless I'm I'm completely wrong and befuddled, they're not gonna make like. Like a hundred million on on Joker on that movie and stuff like that. I so I think they just know honestly what they're what they're doing. Go with these go with these more story based movies and just go from there. So you know I think that's that's I guess that's the good the positive thing for the DC you know yeah. DC movies and all that stuff. And Captain Marvel it finally crossed the billion this week. So I mean it's, good for them.
1: Finally, they're in the billion dollar club. So then, at number six, actually, we get to our other wide <laughs> release of the weekend.
0: You um, and I and called it, it. It
1: performed just about as poorly as anticipated, maybe even oh. a little bit worse, but The Best of Enemies came in with $4.5 million in over 1,700 movie theaters. It didn't, I mean, this is a, a very poor performance. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the budget is $10 million. It might past that domestically. Uh, uh, even that, where we're looking at a, a little bit of a mission to get over yeah. ten million. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is a, a pretty terrible opening for this film. Yeah, Again. it's best.
0: It's best for movies like this to come out. Like, I mean, right now we're getting all the blockbusters and, and whatnot and all, you know what I mean? And the, and the big horrors and the studio movies. Um, These, like, these sort of, like, closed-in kind of stories about, like, a, per- a particular topic is best for, like, September, you know? Yeah. Like, og- October, November, you know what I mean? Not, like, not, you- you're going to get swallowed up by competition. And if heavier to one, films
1: like this, they really need to be good
0: (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, they need
1: that they they do heavily rely on critical reception to kind of help them out um because if you're gonna go in and see a heavy film about racism you want you want it to be good uh you're not just gonna have a good time at the movies even if it's bad um so yeah they need a better critical reception again i think i do think audiences are tiring of the white savior type looking movies a little bit uh we just got off a green book which of course did fantastic but Mm -hmm. to have this release like so quickly and seem decently similar it's like okay well (laughs) do i need to see this one Eh, no i don't
0: i mean i know i i didn't see it and i said last week my reasoning for not seeing it is just like i Oscar season, you know, with these kind of movies that's so focused on racism and stuff like that, I could, I could just use a, an, an elongated break from those kind of movies and then throw and then and then I like now I'm looking for the horrors and I'm looking for the hero for the blockbusters and I'm looking for the, um, you know what I mean, for the comic book movies. I'm not looking for movies like this right now until about October ish, you know. Like wow. you know, or like when the fall comes around, then you have all the film festivals, and that's when it's time for these kind of movies about these certain stories. So I definitely think, um, I definitely think it was kind of like dropped in the it it it, it was dropped in a rough spot, going up against Shazam and Pet Cemetery and like Dumbo and Us and Captain Marvel. But yeah. I mean, it came in number six. But we kind of saw this number coming. Um, yeah. All right, was there any other surprises in the box office? So yeah,
1: I just wanted to do like a quick fire rapid round of the many platformed releases that came out this week. So mm-hmm. we had The Public, which opened in 265 theaters to 279.294 thousand. Um, that's an okay opening. A, a very weird number of theaters that that one opened in, so I'm not really sure on the strategy there either. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that one will come and go. But the also Storm Boy. I don't know if you heard of that one. It's about that pelican. Uh, it opened in fifty six theaters. Also, kind of a strange number, but it did not take off in those fifty six theaters. Uh, it took in hundred and forty four which is less than a thousand dollars per theater average, which is yeah. not not good. But no bueno. the one. Yeah, the one good platform release was High Life, which only opened in four theaters in LA and New York this weekend, but it brought in $100,028, which is good for over $25,000 per theater average, which is a very solid per theater opening, so look for an expansion there from A twenty four and hopefully good mm-hmm. things to come for and, high life.
0: And this is exactly what I was talking about as far as the differences between studios like A twenty four and um and you know, Neon because look at this number for Beat the for the beach bum. The seventy two percent drop. Like
1: seventy two percent drop in week two. I mean, so this one's dead. Uh, it <laughs> drops down to under half a million in week Two. Yeah. So, if you are curious about Beach Bum and you're listening, run this week. You need to run out, find <laughs> it in the last theaters it's in because it's going to be gone within just a week or two. So,
0: run fast. He's, he said, run. Uh, you need to run to try I to find saw, it.
1: Did you see Nancy Drew is on Blu ray and DVD? <laughs>
0: I told you that last week. I said, I said this, I the said movie's what? already on Blu i was like i wonder when larry's gonna find it on his um i wonder when larry was gonna find it on his like on his blu-ray hunting and stuff but i saw it on at target yesterday i was like yikes I, and I said
1: what the heck oh my god it's been out for what two weeks this is crazy um but yeah so a couple other little notes for the weekend i wanted to just highlight the two animated films that are still in our top 10 so wonder park yep. Hit a milestone this week. It passed 40 million. It's now at 41.9 million domestic and 59.8 million worldwide. Uh, This weekend, it dropped hard too, dropping 59% to 2.04. Not good numbers for Wonder Park, but hey, uh, at least it made over 40. Yeah, Um, true. And then last weekend, actually, uh, we didn't quite get to it, but How to Train Your Dragon passed 150 million domestic and 500 million at the worldwide box office. So currently, after, wow. yeah, after this weekend, it's, it's at 156.7 million and 508.1 million worldwide. So great numbers for How to Train Your Dragon, wonderful milestones for it to, uh, to reach. And yeah, so animation. No, the How to Train Your Dragon actually is kind of the lone bright spot for animation so far this year. With the Lego Movie yeah. 2 highly underperforming. We have Wonder Park not really doing anything. And as much as I personally enjoyed it, unfortunately I think uh has a, a, a tough road trying to sell Missing Link. They can't even sell, get audiences out to see amazing films like Kubo and the Two Strings, so we'll see. Yeah,
0: I, I don't, like, I mean in the, in the coming of weeks with, with animated it's looking a little rough. Um, We have Missing Link and then we have Ugly Dolls and then I don't, like, I don't really see it really the the animated aspect really booming until Toy Story 4 comes out. So, um, I mean, Toy story
1: four and secret life of pets are really gonna, yeah, get, yeah, because uh, illumination can open just about anything and make a lot of money off of it. And of course, Pixar reliable will make money. Um, so up until then, it's uh, how to train your dragon thankfully has like held up the medium of animation <laughs> for the first yeah. quarter of the year because yeah. until those two, it's gonna be rough. So, talking yeah. about missing link, why don't we head into next weekend?
0: All right, so next weekend, the opening releases, as far as um major studio wide opening releases, we have Hellboy missing Link and Little that ne- coming out next weekend. So uh, I'll start. I think little will probably bring in a chunk of change. May I don't think a lot, but I do think there's there is an audience for yeah. it, you know, for these kind of films, comedy. Um, so I do see this movie uh, with everything, maybe like eight million, eight to nine. Okay. Hellboy, I I heard tracking from weeks ago saying that it was it was tracking less than twenty million, and with yeah. going up against Pet Cemetery and Shazam, um, I I don't know what's gonna happen with Hellboy. Missing Link as well. Uh, we have not. It has not been a strong year for animation, so Missing Link, I don't see it making that much as well. What do you? What are your thoughts on next week?
1: Yes, yeah, so I was going to go a little bit higher With Little um, mm-hmm. I don't know why, I just feel like That kind of over-the-top comedy For what, you know, gets its audience It, it finds it's the nice. audience <laughs> Even if the concept is A little bit crazy
0: <laughs> right. I saw
1: that first trailer I love Regina King though So I mean, I, uh, Regina Hall I love Regina mm-hmm. Hall though So I'm always, like anything she's in I'm a little bit on board Because I'm like, okay, Regina um, But I was going to guess maybe about 12 million for, for mm-hmm, some,
0: yeah
1: uh, right over I mean 8 to 12 sounds like a good a good range to guess
0: <laughs> Yeah um, um... Hellboy, yeah. I was Yikes.
1: I was gonna go under fifty or go under twenty with about fifteen, maybe even like fourteen million for Hellboy. Uh, I just I don't see a public interest there, uh, oh. don't and it's a
0: dead spot, you know. Like it's dead a really spot. dead spot. You got like you got it smudged in between like Shazam and and uh, Endgame. Like what kind of. I would have I would have chucked this movie to like maybe even later on in the year. I mean all studios are doing it nowadays just Changing release dates sure. and whatnot, they, they so. should
1: have. I really think this should have been a, a fall release in October. Fall, yeah. It really should have been an October release. Uh, like, I really no, don't know why they put it between all of these superhero
0: films. You're totally right because, like, it's gonna get swallowed up by Captain Marvel, Shazam, and Endgame. Like, October would have been prime because Halloween, you got Devil Horns, you got Fire. Yeah. Like, it's just it makes sense. I mean, and it's just, you
1: don't have superhero competition at that part of the year
0: you don't uh, i mean not until like a while at the end of the year so it's just i don't i really don't know what i mean uh, joker comes out joker comes out in october which is a a smart move for that movie very smart for them like halloween again like halloween like i think i don't think studios realize how much of an impact the month of october does for like superhero slash like horror movies like we were talking about it a, a few weeks ago with happy death day happy death day came out during the hollow happy death day one came out during halloween and it and it like crushed the box yeah. office and then, and then and then they released part two on valentine's day it didn't didn't it did nothing yeah. you know so i mean so studios really got to get on the ball as far as that yeah. that october october release dates for movies you know
1: yeah, and then Missing Link, I'm going to go maybe $10 million. Um I just, I want to see it do better. But as I said, I don't know, American audiences just apparently refuse to watch stop-motion animation. No matter what anybody tells them, <laughs> the only yeah. one they, they'll watch. Even this, bombed on its initial release, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Even that bombed on its initial release obviously has fared much better as a classic from years to come but I mean like I said Kubo and the Two Strings didn't perform great at the box office even though it was helmed as a great film by everyone even their biggest hit Coraline didn't do great at the box office in comparison to other top animated films Uh, Aardman Animations is the other animated studio that churns out a lot of stop motion they struggle even last year with Early Man they struggled so Mm -hmm. Missing Link doesn't i don't think it even has the buzz of their last film kubo and the two strings so i think it's gonna it's gonna struggle to to find an audience
0: yeah i'm I'm with you right there i don't see it doing doing much as well although i want to see it and i want to see it do well um but yeah i guess i don't know i i guess we'll have to see how these movies do next week i have you
1: heard of this movie after that's releasing no. in our 2000 theaters
0: 2000 no, is it really I just know I, I I'm looking and at never it, in front heard of me of it. <laughs> and I've never heard of it I don't even know who these people are I've never seen this trailer looks like a lot of making out um uh, I'm like uh, it's
1: only rated pg-13 uh okay well uh, just good luck to that movie <laughs> 2000 theaters to open that yeah,
0: thing wow I'm not sure I, I just need some studios to do better. You know what I mean? And like I just...
1: okay, please. if you're listening to this, if there's a comment, please put down if you even heard of after. if you even know what yeah. we're talking about cause I had not heard of it until literally this podcast. To, couple,
0: to find of, um, this. couple of other little like smaller releases coming out, like you know, festival darlings, yeah. like um her smell is coming out next week as well with um Elizabeth Moss. Um, I heard a couple of things that because that was that was shown at South by Southwest, so I heard a couple of good things about that one. And then April twelfth, we have this movie, Teen Spirits. Do you know anything about this? I just keep seeing the billboard at my AMC, and I'm like, what is? i have seen with the I don't the really know. Yeah,
1: I don't oh. really know what it is either.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's L. It was who was it? L. Fanning, I believe. Yeah, I don't know it horrific, but like I'm um, hoping
1: high life start expanding soon. Cause I really want to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I Rebecca really wanted Hall?
1: to get here.
0: <laughs> Rebecca Hall's in this teen spirit movie. Yeah. I, I don't know, but that's coming out next week. And I need some studios to do better with these release dates. Like these are not, y'all need to come through better with these release dates because yeah, unless you're, unless you're like in a, in a boardroom meeting, like, ah, oh, wow. What's a good way to bury our film. Let's yeah. release it in between. Oh, Let's yeah. release it in April, May. You know, yeah. it's not. I mean,
1: that's exactly what those cowboy producers did because I don't know what else they were might have been thinking.
0: Yeah, I, I, maybe they because if you see the trailers, it looks like although the CGI does look rough, it does look high budgeted. Like they, it looks like they spent a lot on it. I don't think they did, but it looks that way. So I think they were going for the blockbuster feel, but no one knows unless you're like unless you know. Honestly,
1: at the very, at the best scenario, they should have done like a Guardian situation, at least aim for August, September, like go for that slot, because it seems a little bit like kitschier, you know, I don't know, I just, I can't, (laughs) I can't follow this logic at all,
0: (laughs) to release between
1: Captain Marvel, Shazam, and Avengers, I don't know what, what you're on, what you're thinking, I don't know.
0: Wow. I mean, I guess we'll both see, my friend. But yeah. um, all right. So let's. That is, we are out of time, everyone. That is this week's box office beatdown. Larry, once again, as far as every week, thank you for coming on the show. Always. Uh, thank you for coming on early too, because it's WrestleMania Sunday and us wrestling fans. <laughs> It's our Christmas today for us wrestling fans. So, um yeah, so next week we have those movies. We'll talk about it. We'll we'll laugh at them if they don't do well. Um unless unless we really liked most of them. But are you seeing Hellboy this week? Any screenings?
1: I don't have a screening. The only thing that's actually come up is like them giving out passes for you to see it once it comes out. Which also makes me really nervous that oh, no, sorry. there's not a screening here at all that I've seen. Um, so yeah. no screenings for Hellboy. There is a screening for Little. I don't know if I'm going to be going to that yet or not. But um, I'll for sure be seeing Hellboy Thursday night. And then uh, we'll definitely be checking out Little at some point as well. I actually saw Missing Link yesterday. My review is already up and ready for that one um mm-hmm. and, and then i saw the the religious film uh, breakthrough yesterday as well so i'll have a review up for that as well as some game of thrones content so i posted the first of that today and then i'm posting another video a little bit later in the week for game of thrones as i get super pumped for the final season
0: Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna try to binge watch some, some more, <laughs> some more Game of Thrones because it's Watchathon week on on if you have Comcast. So I'm and I'm gonna be at work doing doubles all week. Um, <laughs> one of our guards are on vacation, oh. so yeah, it's gonna be a mess this week. That's why I can only see. I'm probably gonna help check out Hellboy Friday night. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. No screenings in Boston for Hellboy, so that worries yeah, me. Oh God. Um, I've done a, a shirt, bunch of, <laughs> though. I have a new <laughs> Hellboy
1: shirt because th- I mean, let's be real though, that image is sick. The image of him with that fire crown, it is I'm it like is. that still image is sick, but then everything else has been a little bit questionable.
0: Yeah, like he looks cool and everything, and like when he's <laughs> flying the dragon around, it looks cool, but I just I don't know, but uh, um, so I'll be checking that out Friday night because unfortunately there's no screenings. But um, yeah, guys, you guys can check out all the Cinemania stuff that we did this weekend. We have our Pet Cemetery review It's up on the channel from yesterday with uh, with Zobo with a Shotgun, and today we did our review of Love, Death, and Robots with Shannon Watson. Um, tomorrow, you guys can expect our WrestleMania review with us wrestling guys, and next week we will of course have episode eight of the box office beatdown show is it i think does episode 10 fall on the release of Endgame? that would be so cool i um, don't think it does
1: no i think it's one week i think that'll be 11 damn it
0: damn it, damn it. that would have been so cool episode I 10 know. of end but it's okay i mean we'll be back next week and the week after unless things happen like life but um <laughs> thank you larry once again for coming on this show let everyone know where Please. they can find you
1: certainly so you can find me on YouTube, Twitter and Instagram all at LC Screen talk.
0: Yes, yes and you can find us everywhere Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Castbox, messy fm radio, all that stuff. Shout out to big shout out to messy fm radio for sponsoring a lot of our shows. Um thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne, that is Larry. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.